Trucking and country music go together like chicken lights and chrome, and not just for truckers. You'd be hard pressed to find any American over 40 who doesn't remember Pig Pen and Rubber Duck from C.W. McCall's Convoy, or the banjo riff in the opening bars of Jerry Reed's Eastbound and Down from Smokey and the Bandit. Trucking songs are woven into the fabric of Americana. I'm Brad Kuhn, and this episode of The Boss Cast kicks off the first in a series of episodes about trucking songs we're calling White Line Fever. So turn it up and sing along to the songs of our people. You're listening to Boss Cast, an Opportunity Media Group production that raises awareness for our nation's professional drivers with news, information, and entertainment that cover all things trucking and the topics that affect you most. BossCast keeps you informed with the stories and the people and businesses behind the stories that move our economy. Enjoy the show. Songwriter Harlan Howard famously described country music as three chords in the truth. An amalgam of blues, folk, pop, boogie, rock, and a dash of Celtic ballads with comedy, triumph, and tragedy thrown in for good measure. Country music has provided the soundtrack for blue-collar American life since the Great Depression. It shouldn't be too surprising, then, that some of the best country songs that have stood the test of time are songs about truckers and trucking. According to the people who keep track of such things, there are more than 500 country songs about driving a truck. And that's not counting all the songs about pickups. If you're listening to this, you know that if it has anything to do with trucking, your friends at the Truck Boss Show are going to be all over it. This episode of The Boss Cast is devoted to country songs about truck driving. These are the songs of our people. And who better to help us kick off this topic than Tony Justice, a full-time trucker who is writing and publishing some of the best trucking songs coming out of Nashville these days. Tony's fifth album, 18 Gears to Life, dropped April 16th. And we were lucky enough to talk him into sharing his thoughts and a few of his new songs with our listeners. Tony, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. So, Tony, why do you think there are so many country songs about trucking? Uh, I think because it's just so relatable. You know, uh, the journeys we have in life versus the journey of hauling, you know, 80,000 pounds from uh, Charlotte, North Carolina to Los Angeles. You know, you. You have the same kind of struggles, you know, you have your you have your long pulls, you know, you have your valleys, uh, you have your plateaus where, you know, you get on top and you just, the scenery takes your breath away. So it's kind of like, you know, good days, bad days, the struggles in life, you know, uh, it, it's just, it's just so relatable, I think, to everyday life. And I think that's why so many songs, you know, have been written about the industry and, and just, you know, the working class, you know, everybody has a lot of respect. Uh, for those who get up and go to work every day and do what they got to do to not only take care of their family, but, you know, as truckers to provide the things that everyone else needs to take care of theirs. So I, I think people, you know, they don't say it a lot, but, but a lot of people really appreciate what we do and uh, the sacrifices that we make so we can provide for their families, even even though we get on their nerves some out on the highway and kind of get in their way. You know, most everybody's pretty patient about that. And I think most everybody appreciates this, even though they they may not take the time to show it as much as we would like. Well, what are your some of your favorite trucking songs? 
Well, you know, you got Smokey and the Bandit, you know, East Bandit Down, uh, Convoy, uh, Teddy Bears, Six Days on the Road. Those four seem to always uh, rise to the top uh, when that question's asked. But, you know, I have a lot of other uh, trucking songs that I really am a big fan of. Uh, you know, White Line Fever by Merle Haggard is probably one of my, one of my favorites. You know, the, the line in that song, the wrinkles on my forehead show the miles I put behind me. And they continue to remind me how fast I'm growing up. Well, now I can relate to that song. You know, to where <laughs> when I was listening to it when I was 17, 18 years old, I just thought it was a cool song. Now I'm realizing how real those words are, you know, what they mean to me, you know, looking back over all the years, you know, uh, out here on the road, trucking, some, being away from my family, you know, uh, it makes you be thankful. This is uh, 20 years in January, May 20 years that I've been driving, and, and I've always made it back home. And, uh, you know, my family has always been safe while I've been gone. We haven't had any major accidents, you know, none of the kids. Or, I mean, the biggest thing that happened was uh, my mom had a stroke. I was on my way to uh, somewhere in Arkansas year before last. And, uh, you know, my, my mom had a light stroke. So that was kind of a scare. And I had to try to hurry up and get back home. But other than that, I've been extremely blessed. And, uh, you know, to have uh, all those miles under my belt, you know, and I'm sure they added a few extra wrinkles that I wouldn't have, but I wouldn't take up the form. <laughs> so, Tony, what uh, what came first for you, the uh, the trucking songs or the trucking? You know, I get that question asked a lot, and, and I tell people, I, I don't ever remember either one not being in my life. Uh, I was always around trucks and always around, you know, great gospel music. My mother was a, a great, amazing singer, and your know, dad always had the trucks, uh, you know, but I didn't really start riding until I was about 20, so I would have to say the trucking came first, although I've, been, I've always been a huge fan of, of the music and, and played music from the time I was seven years old. You know, I started playing bass guitar when I was seven, and so it's always been a part of my life as well, but uh, I had to lean to the, the trucking being first as far as actually getting out and uh, being around it and getting knowledge of trucking because we, we spent so much of our time as kids working, helping dad work, clean on the truck. You've recorded two of the most popular trucking videos on the internet today, Brothers of the Highway, which I think was the title song of your third album, and Last of the Cowboys, which was a breakout hit from the follow-up Stars, Stripes, and White Lines. Let's talk about Brothers of the Highway. That song was first recorded by George Strait, but I think most people, especially truckers these days, would associate it with you. In fact, your music video with Aaron Tippin has almost 6 million views or something ridiculous and is the first thing that comes up on Google. How did you come to record that song and how in the world did you end up getting a legend like Aaron Tippin to ride along? I wrote that album with the late Kim Williams, songwriter, Hall of Fame, member of the Hall of Fame in Nashville. You know, he wrote so many songs for Garth Brooks. You know, we had a ball writing that. It ended up being his last album that he wrote. He unfortunately passed away just right before the album released. Uh, but, he, you know, he was uh, one of the writers of, the, of uh, uh, Brothers of the Highway, him and Doug Johnson and, and another lady. And uh, he, he was actually the one that brought up, he said, you need to record this, record this song. Because at the time, the album was going to be called We Drive Trucks, which is another song that's included on that album. He, played, he said, you need to re record this song right here. And I'll never forget it. He, he was a very vibrant guy. He's real colorful in his actions, his personality, the way he talked, and dramatic. Oh, my God, you, you need to wreck this. You know, and he flipped that laptop open and he hit play. And it was George Strait singing Brothers of the Highway. And uh, I said, man, ain't that George Strait singing that thing? 
He said, oh, hell yeah. I said, he did. I said, that'd be career suicide if I recorded that song. You don't, you know, you don't want to mess with one of the Kings songs. And he said, no, you're wrong. He said, I'm telling you right now. He said, George is a cowboy guy. He rides horses, goes to rodeos. He said, you're a damn trucker and you can sing it from a different place. You, you can pull this song off. You need to record it. Well, I told him no, and I told him no for about two months. And the more I listened to that song, the, the more I, I seen the need for it, the title, just Brothers of the Highway. You know, so much of the uh, the old school camaraderie between drivers just has seemed to kind of, you know, lessen over the years. And uh, and for a title like that to come out, you know, well, you know that, you know, that could really be something that helps the industry, you know, brings a little more of the brotherhood back. Actually, Bill Weaver came up with the idea, you need to get Aaron Tippin to sing that song with you. I said, yeah, I'll just call him up. No big deal. I said, I'm sure he'll just say yes, you know, and kind of <laughs> laughed about it. And uh, the next day I was on the, uh, I called Kim Williams back. And uh, I said, you know what? I said, I think I'll cut this song. And uh, he said, oh, will you now? I said, yes, sir. I said, but under one condition. And he said, well, what's that? I said, I want to make it the title track of the album and change the name of the album, Brothers of the Highway. He said, I think that's, you know, that'd be awesome. Yes, I, you know, he gave me permission to do that. And, uh, we decided to record it, and I asked him about I knew that, you know, Kim had written Blue Angel uh, for Aaron Tippett. It was a huge hit for Aaron Tippett and, and a couple of other songs. So I just brought up the question, and I said, you know, I said, Aaron used to drive trucks, and, you know, me being a truck driver, him being a singer, me being a singer wannabe, I said, you know, it might be kind of cool if we could collaborate, do this together, and it'd be a really good symbol for the title. You know, two truckers coming together, uh, two artists, uh, you know, being proud to work with each other, not worrying about competition, you know, just work on it together and put the best song out and video that we can. And uh, so Kim said, you know, I can't speak for Aaron. He said, but uh, in two days, he said, I'm going to be in Nashville for at a fundraiser with Aaron. He said, you're welcome to come down there. I'll get you an invitation and I'll introduce you to him and you can ask him. So uh, that was like on a Tuesday. I think the fundraiser was on a Thursday. So I called my boss, man. I'm like, and when I come in, I can't go back out. I, if, if it's possible, I need to go down to Nashville and meet with Aaron Tipton. Man, I went down there and just uh, Kim introduced me to him. And Aaron had heard heard about my music, you know, and distribution in the truck stop. But he congratulated me on that. So that was kind of an icebreaker, you know. He kind of had an idea of who I was. And I told him, you know, which song I was wanting to record and, and why I was wanting to record it. And, uh, and I just flat out just asked him, I'm like, man, you know, I think it'd be cool a cool symbol of brotherhood if we did this together and uh, it would be something really good for the industry he goes man i agree he said let's do it it was just the easiest thing i've ever had happen for me and uh, fast forward about three weeks later we're in the studio recording that thing and shooting a video it was crazy so you've got this big hit out there on its way to becoming the trucker national anthem and you're rubbing elbows with country music royalty. That's a tough act to follow. You go back into the studio and you come out a year later with Last of the Cowboys, a song I think you wrote, and it breaks even bigger. Did that surprise you? The success, definitely. Uh, that thing just took off. I mean, really, that, that song was uh, our lifesaver here uh, for our little independent record label here, and me as an independent artist, you know, the. The video for that thing came out in March, I think, of 2019. 
And prior to that, in November, Misty was diagnosed with cancer in 2008, toward the end of 2018. Uh, so the only thing we did in 2019, besides focus on her and her getting better, you know, and, and getting that, the process and the surgeries over with, was that we put that video out. And that's all we did. You know, we put the recording of the new album off. We didn't even work on music. I just focused on her. But man, that thing came out and just, you know, our downloads started going through the roof. Our stream streaming numbers started going through the roof. And that that song has literally just carried, it saved the label. It really did. And I started writing that song. It's, you know, some things are just meant to be. And uh, I, I wrote just, usually I write music and lyrics together at the same, you know, the music and the words at the same time. And I was actually uh, in Nashville uh, at, at a bar called Losers that uh, Irv Wolseley owns, which is George Strait's manager. And uh, we were hanging out there and uh, I've got those, that first couple of lines just out of the blue. You know, we ride across these plains and prairies and Rocky Mountain highs, fade off into the distance like ghost riders in the sky. And I, that's possibly the two most coolest lines I've ever written. Man, if I can write, write the rest of that, we'll have something. You know, sure enough, we, we ended up finishing writing that. I had another writer, but anyway, a good friend of mine named Rob, he's also a songwriter, and he had written a song, and he loved the melody to it. It's kind of a rocking little melody. He said, man, I just, said, I ain't got the words really for the song the way I like it. I said, I might have the words for that melody. It, it turns out that's the melody that you hear, and the words fit perfectly, which never happened. You know, one of the <laughs> hardest things, I do not have any talent for, for taking existing lyrics and and putting music to them, or vice versa. I, I can't take a really piece, really pretty piece of music and write lyrics to it. I just don't possess that talent. And so for that to have happened is is just a miracle in itself. And, uh, and, we, and it turned out to be just such a great song. And, and everybody, you know, not just truckers, we have so many videos on TikTok with that song. And it's not just truckers, it's firemen, it's farmers, it's, you know, first responders. I've seen policemen using that video, you know, uh, motorcycle riders, you know, the guys with the crotch rockets getting it done and they're playing last of the Cowboys. And there's so many people related to that. And and I think it's just the, the culture we're living in. A lot of people are missing the, you know, some of the feel of the 70s and 80s. And, that, you know, they see that kind of slipping away, that last of the Cowboy image. And, and I just think they just, it really, it grabbed them for some reason. And I, I don't know if anybody has the exact correct answer or not, but man, we, we'd like to write about 20 more of those. And now you've got a new album out. Is there a single you'd like to share? Tore up at the broke down beer 
don't know about you guys out there, but I'm feeling a little parched. Anyway, back to business. Tony, what makes a good trucking song? I don't know. You know, if I knew that, I would write it. I would write "Last of the Cowboys" every time I wrote a song. Uh, but but I think you know, it's the something that when a truck driver hears it, number one, it, it makes him proud to be a trucker. You know, gives him that sense of pride that we should all have. You know, some, some lines in the song that you know really makes him feel appreciated that. They're glad someone else thought of that. You'll hear a lot of my songs, you know, uh, talking about my dad, you know, and, uh, and it's what I do now. You know, paying pay tribute to our fathers and those grandfathers, mothers, whoever taught us how to drive. Uh, and something that makes them, you know, think of home, you know, the the, the ones they love back home. But, uh, you know, just cool lyrics. You know, Last of the Cowboys is eat up is eat up with cool lyrics and that's just a one-of-a-kind song. And so that's, that's our goal. That's what we strive to write is those type of songs. But... It just makes the truckers' uh, chest swell up with pride a little bit more, and it makes them realize they need to take a lot, of, you know, more pride in their job. We, we, we have a very important job, not only to our economy, but to our brothers and sisters, you know, our fellow brothers and sisters, you know, across the country. So, any anything that makes them feel good about what they do, I think, is a pretty good way to start off with the trucking side. Why only country? With with all that black smoke and metal and Detroit diesel, you'd think there'd be more rock songs about driving a truck. Yeah, rock and rap. I thought I thought about that before, and I don't know that I have the I don't know that I have the answer because I'm a you know I love southern rock and uh, and you know even you know some of the you know Boston and ACDC and all that stuff, but I don't know that I have the answer to that. It would be kind of cool. I've seen you know a few little kind of hip hop things come along, so that's cool. You know the, those type of references, but you know the Road Hammers put out some kind of rock rock and roll kind of stuff, and I know that uh, Jackal. I know they, they're putting out some more, you know, kind of on the edge rock and stuff. So I think, you know, most of your drivers, you know, especially back in the 70s and 80s, were, were from, you know, r rural areas and country music was just kind of dominant and, and country music tapped in, into the industry before anyone else did. Since they were the first ones to tap into it and, and pay that respect to the truckers through music, I think that it's voted, it's voted well for them and that's why they continue to kind of lead as far as uh, genre and trucking music. What is it about truckers that makes them such popular heroes for country songs? A truck driver can figure anything out just about, you put him out on the road and something goes wrong, he's gonna figure out a way to fix it where he can keep going, you know, if he's old school, if he, he's kind that carries the tools in his trucks, you know, don't care to get his hands dirty. They adapt and overcome, you know, whether it's weather, traffic, the road highway being shut down, they'll, they'll figure it out. They still get they still get the load there. Then they keep that that company running if it's a load of freight uh, that they need to keep their assembly lines going, you know, or food and medicine. They just they overcome and they're overcomers. And there's stuff that's thrown at us every day, and uh, to write to write about that kind of group of people who doesn't take no for an answer has been the honor of my life. Is there something inherently musical about a truck? Yes. And I didn't realize that until this album. I was trucking down through Alabama one night. It was like two or three in the morning. I didn't listen to the radio as long as I could stand. I'd been on a long run. I even had turned the CB down and just ready for some quietness. I got to listen riding down the road and my, my turbo whistle was going, you know, when you start a little up a little hill or down, you let out of your fuel, give a little bit more. Now, 
whistle. I started, you know, hearing that whistle. Then I got to pay attention to the sound of the 18 wheels spinning on the highway. And about the time I started paying attention to those two things, I hit a concrete bridge. So the tires started going clunk, 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 clunk. I said, man, this thing's singing a song. And it's actually, I ended up writing a song on this album called The Song of My People. And uh, that's, how, that's how it starts out. It says, uh, there's a whistle in the wind as my turbo plays again. That same old lonesome highway song. And the asphalt underneath these 18 wheels rolling me harmonizes right along. And the joints in that old concrete bridge somehow keeps perfect time to this song that runs through my mind, just for the running kind. So yeah, 18-wheeler uh, definitely plays its own music rolling down the highway. Awesome. Let's take a listen. Song of My People by Tony Justice. great and I like knowing that origin story going in. So now we've heard a couple of tracks off the new album which dropped April 16th as I mentioned earlier. I know our listeners would strip a gear if I didn't ask you about the album itself. So yeah, 18 Years to Life is the title of the album and it's been a marathon. We, we went in to record the first songs in golly, what was it? March of 2020 and we were looking at releasing it in August in Dallas. And the, the Corona didn't really do. The Corona started doing worse and worse, you know, in, in 20. So they ended up canceling the show, and the, the studios closed. So I couldn't get back in the studio. So we come up with another date, and that got pushed back. So it's like, man, we've been recording this album for a year, you know. So we're, we're finally here and releasing it. And the hindsight's 2020, but the extra time really helped evolve this album in, into what it is. You know, we ended up getting a couple songs pitched to us later that we wouldn't we would have already been done recording <clears throat> that made the album and it's just this album is i'm more excited about this album than any other i put out every album that i put out in the past there's always been two or three songs on there that i thought 
man, I wish I wouldn't have recorded that one. You know, I just wish I'd recorded something else. There's the new album. Man, I love every song on it. You don't you don't skip a song to listen to the next one. You know, you want to hear all of them. It's very the momentum. It's got great momentum. More upper tempo songs than the last album. You know, we tried to the tempo of the album will remind you of Brothers of the Highway. It's just definitely got more upbeat songs than it does slow. But but when there is a, a slow song, it's it's one of those just you know it's just a great slow song and you're you know you're glad that it's on there after you hear it you know and we got a tribute that I wrote to Misty you know to honor her and and her battle and and many other uh, females who battle breast cancer you know we I wrote a song to her called War Paint it's going to be one of the singles and uh, man I'm excited for people to hear that because I mean that thing comes straight from the heart good lord just poured the words into my head that thing went down in like 15 minutes it was crazy how fast I wrote that song and never changed a word to it I don't think you know then you gotta you know like I was talking to you early about the broke down beer truck I mean it's up tempo it's it's fun it's 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 more radio type friendly and you have another song on here called uh, fast enough I can't get there fast enough it's all about getting back home to your woman man you know you've been on a road for four weeks and, you missed her, you know, you, you just missed her the way she smells, the way she smiles at you, looking in her eyes, you know, just being with her. And that, that thing is burning. I mean, it's just in high gear the whole way. Crazy. There's another song called Life on 18 Wheels that I'm really excited about, which I compare this thing to uh, Prisoner of the Highway and Midnight in Montgomery had a one-night stand, and this is their love child. <laughs> it's, it's, it will remind you of both songs. It's, got, it's kind of got that haunting still guitar sound, but but it's rocking still, like, you know, the Prisoner of the Highway, that Ronnie Millsap deal. And, uh, and, it just, and it's so true. Every word, there's not a truck driver in in the world that won't hear this song and every line go, that's right, that's, that's right, that's how it is. But yeah, we got that right, you know, and uh, it's Misty's favorite song on the whole album, you know, she's like, that's my favorite song, so that should say a lot about it. So well, just, a- it just goes on and on. So, I mean, I've just never been so excited. And this is the CD that I have worked for 35 years to have. This is the one that's made all the work and sacrifice, lips and downs of work. Sounds like a winner. I think I'll play us out on that. We've been talking to Tony Justice, singer, songwriter, trucker, and friend of the Boss Cast. And it's always a pleasure. <clears throat> Thank you to the Truck Boss Show for everything you guys do, and to everybody at TBS you know, for believing in me. Uh, you know, between the last of the Cowboys song and uh, TBS getting involved uh, with my music and helping. Uh, I don't think folks would be getting to hear these songs right now, so I'm very grateful, very blessed, and appreciative. Here's Life on 18 Wheels from the album 18 Gears to Life, on sale now at TonyJusticeMusic.com. Just a living, y'all. 
It's my way to life Just like my dad before me I'm addicted to the road Another day, another town Another long haul load Slamming truck, stop coffee down Midnight, I'm Miami bound Forty tons of Pennsylvania Thank you for listening to the first installment of White Line Fever, an exploration of trucking songs and country music. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and turn on those notifications so that you don't miss any of the episodes to come. And of course, if you like the show, please leave us a review because at the end of the day, we can't do this without your support. For the Boss Cast, I'm Brad Kuhn. And why do we do this? Because you're the boss. <laughs> <laughs>